Well, good morning, everyone. Tony and Debbie from Atlanta, Georgia. Good to have you on the call here. I know there's a lot more people on the call that uh, uh, the ones who didn't say good morning, so I'll say good morning to you. Uh, thanks for being on here. As always, we record these calls, so encourage your folks to re-listen to every call. You never know when you're going to hear a nugget that may uh, change your life one day. So anyway, uh, it's good to be back. We, uh, Debbie and I have been traveling uh, quite a bit in the last uh, month, and uh, we're um, blessed to have done that because we built this to do that years ago and to travel around the world, and uh, we spent uh, some time in several countries in Europe recently and uh, managed to fly Debbie's mother over to see the great-grandkids and then fly her back again. We had to go get her because she's handicapped in 87, and that's something that uh, you can do if you build a residual, willable, passive income, which is what we do here at Shackley, along with some phenomenal products that can make you feel better. So we were wondering uh, today what to talk to you about. And um, I, I know I sent a text out to a few of you asking uh, if you had any questions. Uh, I actually had a few private messages and a conversation uh, with a couple of you just in the last uh, 40 minutes. So hopefully we'll be able to answer some of those questions uh, for you, and hopefully they'll make sense. So before we do that, Deb, I think you're going to kick it off, and then I'll yeah. come back and kind of wrap things up. So here you go, Deb. All right. Well, and often I go with uh, inspiration because usually there's some events that happen in the few days leading up to a call that give me an inspiration for the call. And uh, it, this week I was not disappointed. It happened again. I was talking to somebody who has gotten started in the business and uh, they've got a few distributors in their group and um, lots of members. And, you know, it reminded me of a situation that I went through ourselves ooh, over 20 years ago. You know, we weren't fast starters in the network marketing business, but we were at a point where things were beginning to happen. And I honestly was feeling a little smug because I knew that when we hit three good legs in our business, just like in the Shackley business, you're going to be making an income that makes a difference in your life. Well, I looked at our business and there we had it, three legs. One of them was flying and building fast, which of course we all want one of those, right? And the other two were kind of struggling, but nevertheless were moving slowly. <laughs> so I looked at it and I felt quite But that day, I put in a little CD into my car and I listened to a speaker who must have heard that I was in that situation because he addressed me completely. I was listening to the CD and he said, so, you think you've got your first three legs going, right? You think you've got it in the bag? And I'm thinking, yes, that's me. Well, he just about burst my bubble. He said, well, do you have your first, second, and third legs, or do you really have your first, sixth, and ninth leg? And I suddenly paused because I thought, hmm, I think he's still talking to me because I was looking at our organization and thinking, yeah, it just takes three legs to, and it does take three legs, but you've got to have the right three legs in position to be able to get to that residual income that Tony just talked about. So I thought clearly and strongly about our organization, and I realized that I thought I had A, B, C left, but really I had A, H, and M. And I was, it was going to be an awful long time before I get, got to that residual income if I started working just with those legs. So I thought, well, 
the H and the M, what do I do with them? I, I mean, they're nice people. I love them. I enjoy being around them. But do they have similar goals to me? And the answer to that was no, they don't. Do they, have, do they need a lot of personal growth before they're ready to grow? And I had to agree that my B-leg was exactly in that position. The person heading up that definitely had a lot of personal growth um, to get to the point where they had the courage and the know-how to move forward and make it happen. So then the third question was, are they at my level or above in their thinking? And it made me think of my sea leg then, and I thought, you know, she's pretty negative sometimes, and, you know, I don't think she's really conveying positive thoughts to her group either. So the answer was no. I've just got one leg. So what do I do? I was kind of panicking a little. So there was a couple of things that I needed to do, and this uh, guy on the CD very easily pointed me towards this and said, you know, you need to look and see if there are anybody that's inspired in your existing legs that uh, don't have true leadership in them right now. So that was the first thing I needed to do was to find people, and Tony and I worked on finding some people in those legs. And I think we did, in time, find one person in our sea leg that actually was ready to, to step up to the batting cage and start working. But the, uh, don't just do that because you're going to be missing out. If you're waiting for those second and third legs to be your B and C leg um, and get you to executive, you could be waiting an awful long time. The next thing you need to do, in a, this is an and, not an or. So you look to find inspired people in those legs that aren't moving as fast as you want them to. But you also add to that that you need to start putting more people into the file, sponsored people that are going to come in and be distributors and get moving. So that's not, I'm not talking members. Members are good, but they're seeds planted for the future. They're not guaranteed to be moving fast. We're looking for people with a business mind that are ready and willing to move forward. So it was a good thing that uh, I had that conversation this week because it just reminded me that we all need to have this thinking. And every month we need to look at our group and say, okay, do I have my A, B, and C? Or is it an A, H, and M leg? Because I'm not going to wait around for H and M to decide to move forward. I'm going to go out there and find my B and C so that I have a vibrant organization that's going to work together and we're going to get to executive and I'm going to help other people do the same thing. So just a thought for today, and I'm going to pass you over to Tony now, who I know has some other things to add. Great. Thanks, Deb. So true. You know, and uh, I had a few things I was going to talk to you guys about this morning, but uh, I'm kind of changing direction a little bit after my uh, couple of conversations I had, uh, like I mentioned in the last uh, 30, 40 minutes. And, uh, you know, Debbie's right, you know, and I know one of the questions I had was treat them like a business and, you know, indicators of people uh, that are in the game. And uh, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, and, and I mentioned this to one of the people this morning, uh, we so want to be politically correct today. You know, we don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to say the wrong thing, uh, you know, because we might be, uh, you know, criticized for that. And, you know, I learned a long time ago, and a lot of you guys who know me, 
I realize that I don't wake up in the morning trying to upset people or 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 try to put them down or whatever. But you know, as you go through life, it doesn't matter if you're in real estate, whether you're in this business or you're you know in a job, you are going to upset people. You don't mean to. Uh, just people are gonna, not going to like you. Uh, they're not going to like what you say. Uh, sometimes the truth hurts. Um, and I know. I've been there. And, uh, and if you want to build a big business, you kind of got to get past that. And uh, so today it's worse than ever, the political correctness. And sometimes we're afraid to tell people the truth. And, uh, you know, when they think they're building the business and they're not really building the business, and, of course, this is a voluntary army, so, again, we're afraid to to say what they really need to do. And, you know, indicators of building the business is, you know, really do you know their big why? Do you know what their desire is? Do you know what your desire is? Because that's where it all starts. And are they willing to team up? Uh, are you hearing from them on a regular basis, daily probably, whether it's good or bad? Uh, that's when you've got some people in the game. Are they ordering products? It's hard for me to work for, with somebody and put my time and effort in when I look at their orders and they're buying you know, basic H once a month. Uh, you know, that's really not going to fly uh, in, in some of you looking for to build a business fast. Now, do we, do we like people that buy one product a month? Absolutely. So, again, don't take me the wrong way. Um, you know, are they plugging in? Uh, are they personally growing? I think the reason why we were able to get where we are today, and certainly we haven't arrived, is because of all the personal growth we did in the first five, ten years, that especially, right, wouldn't you say? And... Uh, and I was talking to, uh, I was talking to, actually, he gave me permission to mention his name, but I was talking to Ron. He's a good friend of mine that's uh, been in the networking business with me for 25, 28 years. And, um, uh, and he knows this, but, and this is not to pat us on the back, but I thought about this uh, a few minutes ago. And we've been now in the networking business for 30 years, 30 years. And we've been with three companies. And, you know, because you learn, you grow, you find out what you like, what you don't like. And out of those 30 years, and, and it just dawned on me, in 30 years, we have never, ever, 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 ever missed a convention anywhere in the United States. And, uh, and a couple of the companies we were involved with, they didn't have one a year. They would have four a year. And, and I'm saying that not to say, wow, aren't you wonderful or whatever. No, it's because we wanted to change our lifestyle. And there was times in those years where it was majorly challenging for us, from a money standpoint, from a babysitting standpoint, we had no family here, uh, from a job standpoint, I mean, I had to sometimes, I hate to say this, uh, lie to my company a couple times and say I was sick to get to the convention. We had to um, change some of the, uh, the closing on our homes so we could make a convention. Now, probably a lot of people aren't going to do that, but they are if they want something bad enough. And one of the conversations I had with Ron this morning uh, was about Vegas, and um, and so you know Ron has been to some conventions, he's missed some, and uh, I said, where are you, Ron? And he said, well, I'm in Denver, and I said, oh, I said, well, not too far from Vegas. And I said, what are you doing in in uh, in Denver? He said, oh, I'm out here for the week for my granddaughter's softball tournament, and he knows me well enough. I go, well, Ron, there you go, because people are going to find a way to do things that they really want to do. If you want to do something, you want to go somewhere, you're going to figure out a way on how to do it, whether you have a garage sale or whether you figure it out. And I've always believed that. Uh, there are extreme exceptions. You know, obviously, if somebody's getting married on that day, I get it. If somebody has a one-time graduation, I get it. 
if somebody has somebody that is terminally ill or what, I get it. I got it. But most of the time that I have experienced in my 30 years of doing this, it's just excuses from people why they can't do things and why they can't make it. And it all goes to another question I have with prospecting. It all comes down to what it is that you want. You know, Dev and I could spend five hours on this call giving you one-liners, what to say on the phone, how to follow up, how to handle the objections about a pyramid and I don't have time and the products are too expensive and uh, it's not my type of uh, business and uh, my wife won't support me, my husband won't support me and blah, 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 blah. And in the networking industry, we had a sponsor, and I'm so grateful. His name was Jim Anderson, Jim and Jerry, and uh, I lost uh, track of them for a few years. But I found out three weeks ago that he just passed away at the at 80 years old. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that they contacted Debbie in a, in a cold contact in a restaurant or else we wouldn't be involved probably in the network marketing industry today. And our sponsors, okay, did, I don't know how many did, two, wasn't it? I think they only did two presentations for us. Yeah, ever. that's correct. Ever. Ever. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't, they'll go tell you a group and say, all right, you got two presentations, that's it. What I'm trying to say to you <laughs> is that if you want something bad enough, you're going to figure it out. I had somebody um, uh, a while back, uh, it wasn't even my team, I was at a meeting somewhere and they say, well, we don't have any events in our area. And I said, well, then create one. Because every event in the United States, whether it's home meetings, a hotel meeting, or whatever, has had to be created by somebody that picked up the baton and started. They didn't wait for their their um, guru upline to come in before they started. They just said, you know what, this is my business. I'm going to start, and I'm going to start right now. And that's kind of where Dev and I were at. We didn't have any meetings in Atlanta, but we created some, some live events that uh, – got pretty big, but it was tough in the beginning. So it's the same thing in, in Shackley. Uh, the only difference is, of course, I think it's a lot um, simpler today with qualifying people with uh, Zoom and, and you know not having to drive all over the place and having to go to one convention a year, which to us is like nothing, nothing whatsoever. So plugging in, plugging in personal growth, uh, find out what you want. That is what you're, is going to drive you if you want financial freedom. If you want something bad enough, you're going to figure out on how to get it no matter what. And that's kind of where we were when we first started. You know, we would have to drive 12 hours to go to a meeting, a convention, with the kids in the car. And then we had to get a babysitter at the event, right, Deb? And they would babysit in the hotel rooms. And, and then yeah. we would have to leave a little early because we weren't totally committed to that point, but we were still at the event. And, uh, again, it's not, it's not about us. It's about what we wanted and what we wanted to create. And since then, we, you have your ups and downs. You have people quit. You have people say this is not going to work. And it's the same, uh, again, I was talking to somebody in real estate and thought it was easy, and they went and got their license. And, and uh, recently they, they, they found out that it was a little harder than what they thought because they have to be available 24-7. They have, somebody calls them up on a Sunday to show a home. You can't say, well, I'm sorry, that's my weekend. they got to go show it if they want to make their 3 or 6%. And, uh, and you know what? Not all of them are going to buy a home. So they spend a lot of time showing people around homes, and, and eventually they don't buy a home from them. So it's no different. Whatever you do in life, you're still going to have challenges and issues and problems no matter what. But in Shackley or whatever you're involved in, 
it's just consistency. It's consistency and it's stop making excuses of why it's not working for you and why it can't work for you, okay? So uh, that's kind of my message, and I don't know if I'm going to go long on this call today because I was going to talk about something else that was a little more detailed, uh, but you know what? It really doesn't matter because it has everything to do with the dream. It has everything to do with the desire. Uh, you know, we love, as a lot of you know, we love tennis, and, um, you know, tennis is one of our passions, not the top, of course, you've got to have your faith. You've got to have your family. That always comes before anything else, period, including Shackley. Uh, but Shackley's up there in that top five or six. And uh, and I'll tell you something. I wasn't going to say this. Debbie can be shocked when I tell you this. But, um, you know, we, uh, we uh, well, I've flown Delta quite a bit. And I've done millions of miles on Delta. And, Debbie, you think I ought to share this with him? Tell him what I just did? I'm not sure where you're going with this, but go ahead. Where I've just been a couple of days. <laughs> So, oh, so right. Delta, Delta contacted me, and some of you are going to think this is nuts, okay? So Delta sent me a message, and they said, um, and, and they said, hey, uh, we appreciate your business, and we've got an offer for you. And the offer was that if I hit a certain number of miles in the next two or three weeks, or I think it was in the beginning of August, that they would um, give me status for two years. Okay, and Delta, and what that meant is is upgrades or lounges and and more miles when you fly and blah 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 blah. Okay, so that's not the point. So the point is, I looked at that and I worked at that. I'm thinking like, well, if I spend X amount of dollars here and do, uh, I think it was like 6,800 miles by this per certain date, then I think it's worth it. Okay, and so Deb and I talked about it. I thought, well, where, what can we do to do that? So I worked out a pattern. And, again, I'm, I'm just giving you an example. If you want something bad enough, I thought, well, this is worth it. So I got on the plane on, uh, when was it, Deb? Wednesday, I think it was. And I flew to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I flew to Fort Lauderdale. I happened to meet somebody down there as well. I thought I'd tie in somebody meeting somebody down there. I flew from the next day on July 4th um, from Fort Lauderdale to Detroit. I flew from Detroit to Los Angeles. Stayed in the lounge there for three hours, got on the red eye, and flew back from Los Angeles to Atlanta and made that deal with Delta. And the reason I'm saying that to you is because it's no different than anything else in life if you really want something bad enough. And people would have thought, that's crazy, doing that. Well, maybe it's not because for two years of, of, uh, of yeah, because we fly so much in, internationally, that that was worth it for us to do that and the money I spent to do that. So I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. And uh, some of you may have a passion in growing flowers in the garden and spend 10 hours a weekend out there. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say to you is that that might be stupid to some of you, but you've got to have a passion on what you want and make a decision for you and your family no matter what it is that you do in life. And that's my message today. So if you've got people on the fence uh, that are making excuses to Vegas, I would encourage you to get on the phone and, 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 and I don't know, make a, make a passionate pitch, I guess, on how it can benefit them because it certainly doesn't benefit you. It benefits them to be at the event rather than saying like, wow, that's uh, in two weeks' time, yeah? So, you know, if I gave you a ticket to your favorite sports final and it was two weeks away, would you find a way to get there? Probably. They'd probably find a way to do it, Right. So um, so I encourage you, with two weeks to go, you still got time 
Uh, they're going to have some special announcements there, I know. Uh, we met with Heather. Heather came to Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. I met with a couple of us um, and talked about the event, the convention, and what's going on. So, so guys, I want to encourage you to um, to be at the event um, and, um, and, uh, and move forward uh, with your business and, uh, and make it happen for you uh, this year, not next year. But this year, so Deb, I think that's all I've got for today. I, I, it's nothing like I've written down on the uh, <laughs> on my notes here. Um, but uh, uh, anything else you want to finish up with, Deb? I'll close yes, it I do have a little to add, actually. Just remember what Tony said about that Delta deal that he did. Right? Some, Delta came up with an offer that to him was irresistible. Well, let me give you a little insight to what's coming up on the event right now on the convention. Shackley is going to give you a little incentive that you may find to be irresistible, but you're not going to know about it unless you're there. Um, so there might be something that's going to come up that you'll say, oh my goodness, that's what I want. I am going to do what, just like Tony did, I am going to do what it takes to get there because I believe I can do that and it's going to benefit my whole family. So you don't want to miss out on that, and you will miss out if you don't get to go to the event. So that's all I can add to the call today. Right, Tony? Yep, and by the way, I believe that is only going to be for people that are at the event, and it has to do with the trip. I'll tell you that. That's all I'm going to tell you, um, and I think it will be exciting for you. So anyway, with that, uh, have an awesome day. And if any of you like to call us personally and talk or how we can help you, uh, we're here for you. Uh, just don't call me in the middle of the tennis game. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we're here uh, for the next couple of weeks locally and before we get to Vegas. So we'll see you in Vegas, okay? And uh, have an awesome weekend. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.